Welcome to the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at our Caribbean headlines for today, Friday, July 2nd. Elsa strengthens into season's first hurricane in the Caribbean. Elsa strengthened into the first hurricane of the Atlantic season on Friday as it battered the Eastern Caribbean where officials closed schools, businesses, and airports, and it appeared headed eventually for Florida or the U.S. Gulf Coast. Heavy rains and winds lashed Barbados as a Category 1 storm headed for the islands including St. Vincent and the Grenadines, which are struggling to recover from recent massive volcanic eruptions. Elsa was located 75 miles east of St. Vincent and was moving west-northwest at 28 miles per hour. It had maximum sustained winds of 75 miles per hour, according to the National Hurricane Center in Miami. The storm was forecast to bring three to six inches of rain with maximum totals of 10 inches on Friday across the windward and southern leeward islands, including Barbados. The rain could unleash isolated flash floods and mudslides. Lilia Berenswick is the new World Bank Country Director for Caribbean Countries effective July 1, 2021. She will be based in Kingston, Jamaica. Ms. Berenciak brings a wide range of development experience to her new position. A Moldovian national, she first joined the World Bank in 1996 and has held leadership positions in several countries and regions of the world, including Europe and Central Asia and Sub-Saharan Africa. As the new country director for the Caribbean, Mr. Berenswick will lead the implementation of World Bank programs, which include an active portfolio of 75 projects worth 2.7 billion U.S. dollars in 13 countries, financed by the International Development Association, the International Bank of Reconstruction and Development, and various trust funds. The World Bank program focuses on building cross-cutting resilience, including climate change adaptation and mitigation, human capital development, fiscal sustainability, digital transformation, financial protection, disaster risk management, agriculture, and the blue economy. The World Bank is also providing a wide range of analytical and advisory services in the region. Prior to her current position, Ms. Berenswick served as country director for Central Asia. Pan American Health Organization Director Carissa Ethian provided reassurance about the effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines despite circulation in the Americas of new variants of the virus that caused the disease. At her weekly media briefing, Dr. Ethian told reporters, so far, the Pan American Health Organization has found that the impact of variants of concern on the effectiveness of vaccines for COVID-19 has been minimal. So far, 18 countries have reported cases of the beta variant, 29 countries have reported cases of the gamma variant, and 14 have reported cases of the delta variant. Dr. Etienne said variant increases the need to improve access to vaccines in Latin America and the Caribbean. Very few places are benefiting from the full potential of vaccines as there is a huge 
gap in the region. This is unacceptable and the emergence of variants makes it even more urgent that we accelerate supply to the places with the highest transmission. Dr. Etienne said just one in 10 people in Latin America and the Caribbean have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19. She said the public health impact of the vaccines is undeniable. We are seeing it in places with high coverage. As more people get vaccinated, fewer fall severely ill. Eventually, this will have an impact on transmission, keeping us all safe. Countries facing hurricane season should bolster coordination among the public health, civil protection, and emergency teams that could be called to act in the event of a storm. She urged countries to use effective alert systems and considering outfitting hospitals and expanding shelters to reduce the potential for transmission, including among family members, since social distancing and proper ventilation will become difficult in the context of a storm. Several members of the United States House of Representatives said a coal-powered electricity plant in Puerto Rico that is reducing toxic coal ash should be shut down immediately. House members made the call stating that health data shows that it is harming patients' health. Representative Adriano Espelat, Democrat of New York, originally from the Dominican Republic, which also had a similar plan said whether through production or storage there is no good outcome related to coal ash it leaches into water and soil and contaminates part of the water floral and fauna the health impacts we have seen from coal ash in pregnant women and children born in and around coal ash storage has literally harmed a generation of Dominican-born children with birth defects and conditions that are fatal. I hope that this can be a lesson that we can all learn and act to address, he said. Representative Katie Porter, Democrat of California, Chair of the House Natural Resources Subcommittee on Oversight and Investigations, which held the hearing on coal ash, said when AES Corporation opened Puerto Rico's only coal-powered plant in 2002, there were about 100 cases of cancer per year in the nearby city of Guyama. Within a year, cases rose 50%. Today, roughly one out of every Every 10 people in Guyama have been diagnosed with cancer. One out of every four has cardiovascular disease. One out of every three has respiratory disease. In short, the coal plant is killing the people of Guyama, Puerto Rico, and the cases appear to be a result of the coal ash. The coal-powered plant was opened in 2002. When the plant was built, operators said that the ash could be mixed with water and solids as fill for construction projects, she continued. Perhaps unsurprisingly, there was more ash than there was a commercial market, so AES had to dispose of the dust in landfills, but the options are limited. Although the plant owners are willing to close the plant, they can't do it without the approval of Luma, a private company that operates the power grid. A Luna representative was originally scheduled to testify at the hearing, but the company backed out at the last minute, angering Porter and several other committee members. 
This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, July 2nd. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com.